and welcome back to the Dakota Student Podcast. The Dakota Student Podcast is your place to find all things news, sports, entertainment, and more in the greater Grand Forks area and beyond. I'm your host, Molly, and I'm joined today with Madison Feltman. Hello. And Mason Dunleavy. How you doing? Hi, guys. I've been gone for like ever. We're back. We're Guess back and better back. than ever. Guess back who's again. back? Boom, 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 boom. Boom, boom, Megan boom, Megan has taken a break from <laughs> She's had enough. But it's back to the um, good old original three. <laughs> Why are you laughing at that? I don't I'm know. I'm still here. I'm Mason still here. I never left. left. Let's all give Mason a round of applause for never leaving. Yeah, Mason. So, yeah, we were in D.C. <laughs> at a newspaper convention um, learning about new techniques for the Dakota student and all of that kind of fun stuff. Yeah, it was an amazing opportunity. Um, not only, like, we got to be in Washington, D.C., which was super awesome, uh, but we got to, like, hear from, like, we met the um, executive editor of the Washington Post. Yeah, how was that? I, was, I saw that. It was honestly very <laughs> saw it on our Instagram? Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> saw it on we... The, on the gram. <laughs> We, it was like a question answer type thing, and he was just very interesting, and he had some really like strong stances on things, and like, so for those of you who don't know, the CEO of uh, Amazon is the owner of the Washington Post. Jeff Bezos is a very controversial guy. A lot of people have issues with him. I'm sure you can look it up on your own free time. But in Mace- my opinion, he's turned the Washington Post into a propaganda outlet. Well, I'm so I'm getting there. So <laughs> um, Jeff Bezos obtained the Washington Post and Marty Baron, who is the executive editor of the Washington Post, who we got to meet um he made it clear after being asked a question from somebody in the audience that Although Jeff Bezos owns the Washington Post, it has the Washington Post has nothing to do with Amazon. It's just him as an individual because a lot of people were like, the girl who posed the question was basically saying like, how do you feel about big time companies owning different news outlets? And Marty Baron got super defensive right away, hopped on that and was like, no, it's actually, we're just owned by Bezos. He does nothing with our... Um, paper and stuff like that. Um, so it was just really interesting to hear. Um, we actually walked by the Washington Post building. We posted some pics on the gram. Um, we also got to hear from Nina Totenberg from NPR. She is she's really a queen, amazing. Honestly, like if I'm um, not like her when I'm, her yeah, age. she's a Supreme Court. Um, she does a beat for the Supreme Court for NPR, and honestly. It was very refreshing to hear from her because when she was talking, she did not take a political stance at all. To be 100% honest with you, we heard from the Washington Post and then we heard from someone from CNN. And both of those are kind of have a stance in politics. So it was you could definitely tell where things are were leaning and like journalists, many journalists lean towards the left and stuff like that. So but whereas Nina Totenberg got up there and honestly you couldn't tell if she was Republican or Democrat because she was so good at just kind of like just stating the facts like stating like the different Supreme Court justices stating things that she thought um, was interesting and like how where she thought based on how the court is acting now where it was going to go. Um, and yeah, well, like when she was asked a question that was like controversial or something she didn't jump to like defend herself or like defend anyone. She was just like 
well, it is what it is, or like the story is the story, mm-hmm. and like the facts are the facts. Whereas like when Marty Baron was talking, and this girl, I felt so bad oh, for her because she like stood up to ask this question, and all she asked was like, "What's your opinion on like big companies and like rich people buying media?" And he immediately was like. I know that you're trying to target this towards Amazon. Like we have nothing to do with Amazon and all this stuff. And she was like, I was just asking you like a question. And he like jumped down her throat. Mm-hmm. Whereas like when Nina was talking, it was more like the story's a story, like facts are facts. I think that's why I liked her. Yeah. She just like all together held herself great. Um, we also went to different um, breakout sessions of like things with digital media and stuff like that. So it was a wonderful opportunity. We are very thankful that we had the opportunity to go. And we're very thankful for our staff who stayed behind and managed the paper well in our absence. Yes. Good work, everybody. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Nice job, Megan. Yes. And Demi. Good job, guys. Woohoo! All right, for news this week, other than Molly and Madison going to D.C., we have the Taylor Swift scandal. We have a presidential update, and then we have a good old helmet schmack. Oh, <laughs> well, I need to start on this whole Taylor Swift drama. So I don't even follow her on um, Twitter. I don't. But even I know saw what's that a friend on. of mine had, or yeah. like multiple friends of mine had liked one of her posts. You know, like Probably how it tweet, pops yeah. up. She had like. And last then, time I checked, there was 640k likes on it. Yeah, it's like ridiculous. So she's claiming that um, because. Big Machine Records got by, bought out by Scooter Braun or something along the lines of that. And her and Scooter Braun have had, like, this huge, I don't even know what didn't, to call it. Like, I think, like, a fight or something or falling out. But didn't Justin Bieber low-key call her out on Instagram and was like, I love you, Taylor, but this is not okay. Well, yeah, because she keeps on saying stuff. Like, when she didn't know that Scooter Braun was buying her music and... um. So when she found out, she was obviously upset because I don't think that they get along well or she claims that he, like, has bullied her in, like, the music industry or whatever. So anyway, she is able to re-record her music and buy it back in 2020. But she's supposed to perform at the AMAs and she wants – she's getting, like, artist of the decade and she wants to do, like, all of her songs or a medley of all of her songs that has, like, gotten her where she is. And she claims that because of the big machine record deal that they are told her that she has to keep quiet and she's not allowed to perform at the American Music Awards and she's not allowed to finish her Netflix documentary until 2020. I don't know if they're saying that she can't perform more than more like she's they're saying she can't perform certain songs that she's recorded underneath them that they legally have ownership of. Right. Well, and then they released a statement saying that everything that she said was false. Yeah. But my thing is, is what I saw that somebody else tweeted. It's like, why would she write this if she has, like, she has nothing to lose pretty much. You know what I mean? Like she has obviously 890,000 Taylor Swifters up for her defense. Right. (laughs) Except, like, why would you? (laughs) They're actually Swifties, I think. Swifties. However... Mason Why would she Swiftie? post like a call oh, yeah. for help if she didn't need it? Is my thing. I think she's uh, looking for some attention. I, she already has so much. I know, and I mean, so like now I'm worried that maybe some like sketchy this. stuff is going on, and we don't know. I don't. I don't 
I don't really know what's going on. And I used to be like, as a young child, used to be a huge fan of Taylor Swift. But then I kind of got angry when like she was in between like country and pop because she would win best country album. Then she would win best pop album for the same album because it was like country pop. So I began to like her more when she was like, okay, I'm a pop singer. But then, I mean, I think she just kind of is like, she's a great woman and like i enjoy her her songs but i think she honestly has been going she had her time and i think it's she's slowly like going down and like i also didn't like how like she was like one of the only artists that was not on spotify because she felt like people had to pay for her music and i just kind of thought that was like okay come on i don't know Although I think like that's a good thing because like artists don't really get a lot of the profit that Spotify makes from selling their music to them. So like I understand that part because like these people like granted they have like a bunch of money already but this is like their livelihood and then they like don't get paid for like what they I think they get a decent amount of money from Spotify. Do they? I think they do. Because I thought like the whole fight was that Spotify doesn't give them as much as she believes that she deserves. Maybe not the songs that she recorded underneath that label. Right. I think it's like the label's issue. I don't... Well, I'm guessing the label takes a large cut of the profit from that song. Yeah, you're Under right. their contract. That makes sense. And I'm, I'm pretty sure every single thing she's fighting for, like all those songs, they are definitely owned by that label. Yeah. So they're technically not her songs. Well, I just feel like ever since label was sold, all this like weird stuff has come out where she's like, I want to buy all my music, which they're letting her do, mind you. But I think her contract is over in 2020. So she has like a year ish, not even left. And I think that's where it's getting dicey. But I just hope she can sing at the AMAs because I think it will be good. Won't make any difference to me. Well, I, I do agree. I think she should be able to speak, sing at the she can sing. Um, AMAs. Not if it breaks any rules, though. I know. My thing is, is I just don't understand why she released this and then Big Machine released something that was like, they didn't really touch exactly what she said, but she's like, we've been nothing but nice to her and we don't know what she's talking about. It's just and I'm just like, why would you post something like that detailed? I mean, she had detail in like her statement. But I'm like, why would she post something detailed if it was nothing? So, who knows? Uh, I feel like a lot of people do that about a lot of stuff. Do so, you? I don't know. Oh, this is about to turn into something else. Uh, no? Well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's next? Oh. Presidential update. Now, apparently, one of them is... Um, one of the candidates is controversial. Is that true? From what I've researched into him, I'd say it's true. What? Which one? Is it the, the one that you watched? No, it's the one on the day after. It was uh, Chuck Staben. Okay. Um, and was one fired from their previous position? Um, I don't think I saw any fired from their previous okay. job. But he... See, the thing with him, he was looking for another presidential position at the mm-hmm. time that his athletic department was under a lot of scrutiny. Oh, okay. And then uh, there was a sexual assault allegation against one of the players, and he didn't like how the athletic director was handling it, mm-hmm. and the community actually liked the athletic director, and he fired him. So the community was like, resign and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, 
I don't know. Chuck Stamen seems like this is a stepping stone for him, if you ask me. Well, it's the same thing that Mark Kennedy did. Yeah. UND was a stepping stone for Mark Kennedy because now look at him. He's at, he's in Colorado. And Mm -hmm. Mark Kennedy came up with this big master plan and he left. He has left our campus in the middle of a mess because he had this huge plan to revamp the campus and now he's not here to see it through. And that's something that I personally did not like about him and so like i think we need to get away from finding a stepping stone and like a lot of people from the state and the community are saying that they want somebody to um come in from that is a north dakota citizen that has like been born and raised in north dakota but all of the finalists are not from North Dakota because mm-hmm. UND doesn't want somebody from North Dakota is what I've been hearing around. I'm not can't say that's a fact, but so I listened into Dr. Robert Marley's uh, community forum. It actually went really well. Uh, at first, I was kind of skeptical of him, but during the Q and A, people were asking some good questions like, "Is this a stepping stone for you and stuff?" and he said uh, his response to that was he's well under his way in his career and he's uh, l- pretty close to retirement. He says he wants to end it here. Well, that's actually really nice. Yeah. You're refreshing. Yeah, he said he's still, I think this is the exact quote I don't have in front of me, but he said, I still have some airs in the t- air in the tires and I'd like to end it here. Well, that's kind of nice. <laughs> I thought I mean, it was nice. That is nice. I mean, like, because like you said, I just personally think that we need to focus more on finding somebody who is here to stay and who is here to better UND and not going to leave us amidst the literal rubble. Like our campus is a disaster right now. (laughs) And Mark Kennedy just left us in the ashes. That was very dramatic. Yeah. Well, now that he's gone, I can be dramatic. Yeah. I guess I don't really know a lot about Mark seeing I just came up here last year. But I just don't He's know been really honestly controversial since he started. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I personally, like, people were protesting him, like, when he went to visit in Colorado. And I was like, I would just give up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't know. He's just an interesting man. I'm just, I'm glad he's gone. I know a lot of people are glad he's gone. So that's all that matters. All right, so Dr. Nichols will be here Monday and Tuesday with the forums being held on Tuesday. Uh, the student one is at one fifteen, with the campus and community one starting at 2.30, or noon to one fifteen for the student one, sorry. Where are we going next? Oh, yes, yeah, so make sure if you have any um, concerns or questions about the new presidential um, candidates to attend one of those forums. In other controversial news, for those of you who are fans of the NFL, I am sure you have heard about the much-talked-about Steelers-Browns game that happened on, was it Thursday night? Um, For those of you who haven't, there was a huge fight that broke out at the end of the game. Um, The Browns were up. And the Steelers were down. The Steelers, Mason Rudolph is the Steelers quarterback. And um, um, Mason Rudolph is the quarterback for the Steelers. And he threw a pass. It was caught um, downfield. Um, Big play for the Steelers. It ended with Miles Garrett, who is already a controversial player. Um, He's a defensive um, player for the Browns. He has had a few fines this year already for – He's um, 
done quite a few late hits. He got fined for punching another player during a game. Um, he's basically just a very volatile player. Um, his temper has kind of gotten the best of him throughout this whole season. But anyways, today is where it all kind of peaked. Um, Miles Garrett performed a late hit on Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph got a little bit upset, um, which caused him to grab at Garrett's helmet. Um, this in turn caused Garrett to get upset. So Garrett yanks Rudolph off the ground by the helmet, rips the helmet off. Um, and now two of the other Steelers players are going at Garrett and then Mason Rudolph starts charging him. So then Garrett returns with smacking Mason Rudolph upside the head with his own helmet. Um, and immediately several players jumped off the bench. All the players on the field were all, um, freaking out. Marquise Pouncey, um, immediately jumped on Garrett, pushed him to the ground, was kicking him, um, stuff like that. Um, somebody, another player, uh, um, another player from the Browns came and pushed Mason Rudolph after he was just standing there watching everything happen. So he wasn't fighting or anything. He just pushed him to the ground. Um, uh, Pouncey and the two uh, other players from the Browns were ejected immediately from the game. Um, Pouncey has been fined and has been uh, suspended for three games. The other player who pushed Rudolph to the ground has been suspended for one game. And Miles Garrett kind of screwed himself over because he's uh, suspended the rest of the season indefinitely without pay has a major fine, and has to meet with the NFL in 2020 to be reinstated. So he might not even be able to come back. Um, I know a lot of NFL players are calling for his removal because he's just a volatile person. Like This went from a game and a fight on the field to a life-threatening situation, putting other players in danger and... It just a lot of people were calling out the NFL. They were saying, let's see how much you really care about safety um, and whatnot. It was a huge um, – it's like one of the only times this has ever happened on the NFL field. Um, almost every single ESPN commentator has spoke out about this. Um, this week we also have an opinion article about it from our very own Mason Dunleavy. Mm-hmm. Did you look forward to that? I'm just, like, interested because on the video, the other guy grabbed his helmet first. I'm not saying what he did no, was right, yeah. but, like, honestly, being in, like, a sports setting, you know that, like, tensions are constantly high. It just always yes. is, whether it's, like, freaking high school sports or professional. And it's like, well, the other guy grabbed his helmet, so what did he expect? He was just going to – and if you know that players like that, I'm not saying, like – Yes, what he did is okay, but you know that player is like that. So why would you purposely rip that guy's helmet out of all the helmets you could have, like, touched to begin with? I agree, and I think it was – there's also a rivalry between the Steelers and the Browns. So it just – the tensions were high. Should Rudolph have grabbed his helmet? No. But in the end, who did the greater wrong is the way I look they at it. They both did wrong. Two uh, wrongs they did, did not make but, a right. I know, but who did the greater wrong? I think swinging by, that helmet was by yanking very bad. on a helmet and caught like that's 
that's not he didn't even pull it off yeah he was this guy trying w- pulled, to yank it on uh, yes but he common. gave up because garrett went after him pulled his helmet off pulled him up from the ground by his helmet pulled it off and then used it as a deadly weapon and smacked him over the head he could have died he could have like, died from that I he think could have i'm surprised he's not concussed like helmets there's like a video online where they use the helmet to break a freaking wooden chair in half like he could have easily killed him mm-hmm. and then what would they have said if this happened on the street miles garrett would be in jail right now oh yeah a hundred percent it was assault with a deadly weapon mm-hmm. bottom line is that a felony uh probably yeah i know i just feel like now both teams are gonna get so much oh more they spotlight. did so both teams actually got um, $250,000 fines to both of their organizations. So it wasn't like they chose one side over the other. Speaking of sports. Oh, my gosh. We won football. We won football, folks. What? 45 to 38 over Northern Colorado. Women's basketball won 67 to 61 over Rhode Island. Hockey tied on Friday, 1 to 1 in overtime. And then on Saturday, won 4 to 1 versus Denver. Men's basketball lost 66 to 97 versus Gonzaga. Rhode Island, represent New England. You failed. Well, if you are looking for something to do this week to get away from studying as the semester winds down, um, there will be some sporting events this week. Be sure to check out thefightinghawks.com for ta- events and times. Um, there's also. Um, movie night voucher on the 22nd. Be sure to pick up your voucher um, at one of the student involvement booths. They have one at the library, the wellness center, and student er, and Welkerson. Um, take advantage of that. You can go to any movie, anytime. It's really awesome. I enjoy it. Um, also, Lindsey Sterling will be coming November 30th, Chester Fritz Auditorium. Um, she's a violinist. Ooh. Be sure to check that out. But she out. dances too. Yeah, she's oh. amazing. She's really amazing. Does she dance while playing violin. Yes. Really. She's really amazing. Like I might have to watch that. I like really want to go. Really good. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Um, All right, let's get opinionated. Obviously, there's nothing else to talk about in Grand Forks other than the weather. Um, Last week was nice. It's actually been pretty nice. I will say that, but I'm just highly. I'm just very upset about how it's like already winter. Usually during November, we can stay in the upper 30s, 40s, but it like has plummeted down to like eight degrees. Okay, but it was really nice this weekend. It is really nice. It is nice, but in general, and the sun hasn't been out. It's been temperature wise, but the sun hasn't been out. And when the sun's not out, um, that is when seasonal depression starts to set in. Ooh, tomorrow we can look forward to 42 degrees and rainy. Oh, rain. Mm-hmm. We love it. Um, Wednesday, we're looking at snow. I I personally struggle when the sun is not out, and I have been struggling lately. It's just like the sun provides you with, like, vitamin D, and when it's warm out, you can be outside. There's so much more to do. But now it's, like, it's cold. You don't want to go outside. You don't want to... North Dakota is one of the happiest states. (laughs) that. But for those of you who are struggling with seasonal depression, 
I, yours truly, wrote a opinion article about um, just mental health, the stigma that surrounds it. If someone you know is struggling or you are struggling, please make sure to reach out to um, the services that are provided by UND. They have CVIC and um, the University Counseling Center. Both of them do walk-ins. Um, I know a lot of people have been struggling. I actually had a classmate that actually passed away um, from mental health issues this week. Um, which is very sad and heartbreaking, but obviously we want to make sure that everyone is getting the help they deserve and the help they need. So please don't be afraid to contact um, one of those services or a friend. Just take some time to do you and have some self-care. One way that you can practice self-care is by getting Disney Plus and watching all your favorite this podcast is not sponsored by Disney Plus. I by wish the way. it was sponsored because Disney Plus, honestly, for our generation, has been one of the most amazing inventions. Like, <laughs> Disney Plus broke the internet on Tuesday. Like, Netflix is quaking because Disney Plus has actually partnered with Hulu. Uh, really? Yeah, because they that. do. You can get a six ninety nine subscription for just Disney Plus, or you can get twelve ninety nine and you get Hulu, Disney, and ESPN. Hmm. So it's a great deal. Um, also, if you are a Verizon customer, you can get um, free for a year if you have unlimited. Does Disney own Hulu? I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, I would say no because they would have just like put a Disney Plus like ad oh, in. Yeah. Then why would they make another one? What do you mean? Yeah. You're paying them double. I'm paying Disney double right now. Yeah. Well, that's exactly why they did it. Well, yeah. I'm going to delete Disney Plus because that's BS. No, you're not. Nah, I'm not paying for it. <laughs> um, so what are some titles I can look forward to in Disney Plus? Oh, okay. I don't know. So, like, I personally just love, like, watching kids' shows because they don't involve me, like, thinking. paying hardcore attention and thinking. And, like, I can sit on my phone. I can just, like, lay in my bed. Um, but they released the new Lady in the Tramp. Um, it's like a live action one and that is really good. It pulls at the heartstrings. It's just, I like that one. Um, they have like all of the 2000s TV shows such as That's So Raven, um, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, Hannah Montana, Phil of the Future. So you can binge all of those. I got to watch my Hannah Montana. <laughs> I, I honestly could see you being a Hannah Montana I fan. used to watch it as a kid. Now you're going to lie. My brother used to like... We used to have to be downstairs at 7 o'clock so we could watch the new episode of Hannah Montana. He was obsessed. Jordan, if you're listening to this, you're probably not. But if you are, I'm calling you out. <laughs> um, My, like, only worry with Disney Plus is, like, after, like, a year, like, is it going to get monotonous? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Monotonous? They don't. The only Monotonous. thing that they have to like combat that is that they don't have all the stuff on there. Like, there's they're missing several movies, and so like I think that they're going to. Um, yeah, but a movie's just like a movie to me. Like I don't know, like because they're focusing so much like on the Disney brand for this like Disney Plus. Like you know, like you can say like yeah, I get like bored with Netflix, but at least like they release new like series and like yeah, they're releasing a new high school musical series. But like <laughs> for my well, age, that, uh, like I don't want to watch kid shows forever. What's the new uh, Star Wars thing that they release? Yeah, Disney Plus. They have my boyfriend said that that's really good. Right, and so they're releasing it weekly. Yeah, maybe they'll start doing that stuff. Yeah, but what if you don't like Star Wars? 
I'm sure they. Well, maybe I think that they're going to start uh, coming out with yeah, something else. They have Marvel, Star Wars. Do they have Wizards of Waverly Place? Yeah, yeah they do. I might have to watch some of that. Maybe they'll redo that one. That wouldn't Listen, be bad. <laughs> I would like. I that don't a know lot. how you can hate on Disney Plus if you are a true like '90s, 2000s baby. There's no way you can <laughs> hate on you Disney Plus. Are Molly true. is kind of, so I'm cutting it off. I mean, like, I don't know. I just my big thing is. I like to watch different shows, and like you said, like kid shows are great. So you don't have to pay attention, mm-hmm. but like they do get you, an- know, you as an adult, it does get a little boring. like oh, every once in a while. Like so, they don't have Unbelievable on Disney Plus. That was a good series. <laughs> That's on Netflix. And I, I think by Netflix signing with Nickelodeon. So what do we think about the Nef- Netflix Nickelodeon thing? I think they're <gasps> just doing it to stay relevant yes, they because are. they picked a good company to side with because anyone our age. Watch both Disney and mm-hmm. Nickelodeon. I like iCarly and Drake and Josh better than most Disney shows. I like them both. So I like, like them both. I don't think I could ever like say I picked Nickelodeon over Disney yeah, or Disney over know. Nickelodeon. I liked both. But to be honest, I probably leaned more towards Disney. See, I think like I would lean towards Nickelodeon. There's some things me. like uh what's the guy Spencer from iCarly? Yeah. He oh always got me. he's the best. He's, he's so funny. What's his name? <laughs> Jeff Trainer or something oh, like that. I oh, I don't know. I, I think know Jeff Trainer is like the the executive. Spencer Shea is Jerry Trainer. Jerry Trainer. Oh. And I Gibby, come on. Gibby, Gibby was, was so funny. He always had his shirt off. I like Gibby. Jerry Trainer and Drake and Josh and right. Carly. So I don't know. I think I just. I don't know. I like SpongeBob too. Oh. I never watched Nick. SpongeBob. Oh, SpongeBob is still that was hits pretty much real like good. it. Drake and Josh, Zoe 101 is where it was at. Yeah. If they put Zoe 101 on Netflix, I'm jumping ship. You know who I always hated on Nick? Ariana Grande. Oh, Victorious. Like, I liked Victorious, but not a huge fan anymore. It's kind of annoying. She's still doing that? No. No, no. They, but they put it on Netflix. Oh, I was like, dude. Honestly, no I like Cartoon Network the most. I did like Cartoon Network, but that was definitely like mm-hmm. I would no, always check. Like separate. It's separate. It's the, it was, for me, it was the channel in between Disney and Nickelodeon. Right. I would yeah. check um, when I was like looking for things to watch. I would always check Disney. Then I would check Nick. Then I would check Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. Then I would check Teen Nick because Teen Nick had all the cool shows. <laughs> um, Disney X. <laughs> yeah, Disney, <laughs> Disney X. XD. Oh my God! Yeah. Um. Another part of all these streaming services is, like, cable cutting. Like, a lot of people are cutting their cable because, like, they're just going down to basic cable and buying an antenna and then getting Netflix, Hulu, Disney, all that. Because, I mean, they Hulu, they have the shows the day after of all the shows that premiere on actual cable things. Um, I know, like, several people that don't have cable anymore. I mean, I haven't had cable as a college student uh, ever um my parents cut their cable the people i nanny for cut their cable like i a lot of people don't have cable because they just rely on the streaming services and i think that that's where we're heading is that like things are just going to be streamed i mean i don't think cable is going to go away but i just think the prices are getting jacked up and people are getting fed up of paying well they're only going to get jacked up more if more people are cutting their cable mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see the fate i think when our generation gets older he'll probably be cut yeah but it'll be interesting to see if like um sports like they'll stop streaming you know what i mean 
They'll It'll probably be... do their own separate streaming. That's true. Doesn't ESPN have that? I think so, yeah. Okay, but like, how much is cable? <sighs> it's like 50 bucks is starting, and that's like the crappy channels. I like how they never just give you, you a clean price. Right. Because they want to negotiate. Yeah, because I feel like you can negotiate with cable. Like, it doesn't even You matter. can, I think, in, like, honestly, if you cut your cable and then you're like, oh, I, they'll be like, do you want to come back? We'll give you a, like, it's to say, so people my mom gets XM in her car and she'll cut it after, like, six months and then they'll be like, they'll send her a letter and be like, oh, um come back we'll offer you six months for 10 bucks so that's what she does every time and so she's paying cheap for xm and it's the same thing with cable if you do it but like so we're looking at like if you want good good channels 80 around 80 dollars all right well so we were looking at a tweet that said if you were to get every single streaming service which some of them you don't need stars hbo and all that like Every single streaming service adds up to HBO, 90. Though. You do need HBO. If you're like a Game of Thrones fan, they also have the best movies that are not on Netflix or Hulu or Disney+. Plus. I will say, HBO is where I go for all the good series, and they have really good movies. Yes, but if you're not... I don't frequently. No. I, I mean, I personally, really? I personally don't think I would get HBO. I love HBO. It's probably Maybe because of Game of new, Thrones. Yeah, the new spinoff. When is that coming out? I don't, I don't know. I saw I'm so... I saw they, they canceled, they were going to do like the, the, whatever, the first men and the... You're right. And then they canceled us to do the yeah. Targaryens. Yeah. And I'm so excited. I'm kind of excited about that one. I, I wanted to see the other one, but... Eh. Maybe they'll do it after. But anyways, if the basic ones that people have are Hulu and Netflix and now Disney Plus. Oh, and Amazon Prime. So that adds up to around like... 30 to 40 dollars depending on which ones you get if you decide to get every single streaming service out there it's 90 dollars a month but starter cable with is well if you want good cable the starting pack is 80 dollars so well, yeah, i mean that has wi-fi too yeah you're that still says 80 bucks for the first 12 months how much is it after that yes exactly they jack up your prices every year so in the end i mean Streaming services do end up being cheaper, but I mean, cable, you can negotiate that and like, but then there's things that you can, I don't know. Needless to say, streaming, I think is just like cheaper than cable in general. Like cable, they get you like with that first year contract and then they just like make it go up. Yep. They, they suck you in. Well, especially the as a student. Story, yeah. Very yeah. Cheap. I'm paying for Spotify and Hulu for five bucks yeah a month. right um moral of the Prime. story is take advantage of your mm -hmm. discounts get disney plus watch some of those good old movies like cinderella and the a bug's life oh and bug's life yep there's some really good titles on there there's like movies that i forgot about so just check out disney plus they have a free seven day trial so you can check it out for seven days and figure out if you want to pay for the six bucks or not um but yeah well, that's going to be it for this week, and have a good week, everybody.